Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Veronica Johnson, she is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. This evening, skies will be clearing, temperatures will drop down through the 40s. And by morning, we're going to be in the 30s across the area with light winds and few clouds. Mostly sunny skies for your Thursday afternoon. Temperatures into the mid to upper 60s across the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria, 47 degrees and some of us down to the 30s late tonight. Great to have you here on WTOP 1059. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sokos. Coming up here on WTOP, the latest developments from D.C., where Capitol Police have been arresting protesters outside the DNC headquarters this evening. We'll have the latest in just minutes and a live update from the scene at 11.15. The demonstrators were protesting they wanted a ceasefire in Gaza. Also ahead. An area teacher is out of the classroom after allegedly posting anti-Semitic messages online. I'm Mike Marilla. New calls for an investigation into the site selection process for the new FBI headquarters. Why a Commonwealth's attorney who trailed by a few hundred votes won't ask for a recount. I'm Scott Gelman. 11. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. U.S. Capitol Police say officers made arrests while trying to keep some 150 people away from the Democratic National Committee headquarters. They say it turned violent. Eva Borgwalt is one of the organizers of the protest. They're demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. The U.S. right now is claiming that this is about Jewish safety, but actually this is the same disastrous foreign policy response um, that led to the devastating, catastrophic war in Iraq. President Biden calls his meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping today on the sidelines of the APEC summit productive. They've agreed to resume high-level talks between military leaders. And Mr. Biden says of the fight against fentanyl production. I'm pleased to announce that after many years of being on hold, we are restarting cooperation between the United States and PRC on counter-narcotics. The president adds... actions to significantly reduce the flow of precursor chemicals and pill presses from China to the Western Hemisphere. It's going to save lives, and I appreciate President Xi's commitment. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will vote tonight on a stopgap funding bill to avert a partial government shutdown this week. The two-step plan, pushed by Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson, passed the House yesterday. CBS's Scott McFarland reports. There's been an acknowledgement, even from his critics of this bill, that the Speaker, Mike Johnson, had little choice with so little time. But one of these Freedom Caucus members told me, and another conservative from Georgia told me, they're not sure why. He pressed forward with this bill with no Republican gains. And they had the leverage of that Friday government shutdown deadline. This is going to be a thing in January. Israeli forces have now occupied Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital and say during their targeted raids inside the facility, they found weapons, but no Hamas fighters or hostages. CBS's Deborah Pata also reports. Civilians continue to bear the brunt of this war. It's a dire situation inside the hospital and outside the hospital with bodies piling up because it's too dangerous to attempt to bury them. The morgues are overflowing and the health system has collapsed. YouTube is rolling out new rules for artificial intelligence content. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. Right now we live in the wild west of the internet and AI. We have tons of images and videos floating around that we have no idea have been created or manipulated by AI tools. By requiring creators on YouTube to disclose when they use AI technologies, 
this is a first step toward at least helping us understand how big a problem this is. Stocks ended higher on Wall Street. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 1103 here on WTOP on this Wednesday night, November 15th, 2023. At Reagan National, it's 50s. Suburbs could get down to the 30s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. And the latest developments tonight on WTOP with protesters gathered outside the Democratic National Committee headquarters in D.C. tonight. U.S. Capitol Police say 150 people, in their words, were illegally and violently protesting outside of the building on South Capitol Street Southeast. Police say six of their officers were treated for injuries. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. One person was also arrested for assaulting an officer. No word on other arrests at this time. Members of Congress were evacuated from the area earlier. The protesters included people with If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. They insist they were peaceful. They are accusing the police of violence. Video posted on social media show police removing protesters from the steps of the building. We will have a live report from the scene in just minutes here on WTOP. So stay with us. Some other local stories that have been developing in the past few hours. A Montgomery County school teacher is on administrative leave. This after she's accused of posting anti-Semitic messages to Facebook. Let's go to WTOP's Mike Marillo. Sabrina Conn-Williams teaches history as well as diversity, equity, and inclusion classes at Tilden Middle School in Rockville. But she's on administrative leave after allegedly posting content that the school system has classified as hurtful and anti-Semitic in nature. I was uh, a bit scared and angry. While the school system won't give actual specifics on the post, Emily Prophet, who is among the parents who saw screenshots of alleged Facebook posts made by the teacher making the round, says she's posting things that are akin to like a Holocaust denier. She's posting denial of a, a massacre that occurred on October 7th. Without providing details, the school's principal notified parents on Sunday about it, saying the posts were reported to the school system and will be investigated. She also says Tilden strives to be a no place for hate school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Since the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas war, demonstrations and protests on college campuses have led to the suspension of some student groups. Those actions have raised questions about free speech and its limits. That part of the story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. There are limits on free speech, but they're narrow, says Lara Schwartz, who teaches at American University's School of Public Affairs. Those limits center on what would be considered a true threat. So a a university can set neutral time, place, and manner restrictions about how expression can happen. When it comes to actions taken against a student group for the content of their message, Schwartz says. If they're a public institution, I would say, you know, it seems to me that there's a really strong argument that this violates the students' First Amendment rights. Schwartz, the founding director of AU's program on civic dialogue, adds, The First Amendment is hard. It's very hard to have protection for speech that is repulsive or painful or horrible to many members of the community. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. This was one of the biggest local stories from just the past week, and national story as well, that the GSA announced the new FBI headquarters would be built 
in Greenbelt, Maryland. But a group of Virginia lawmakers now says it has serious questions about why Springfield, Virginia was not the final choice. In a letter to the General Services Administration Office of Inspector General, the group of 11 lawmakers is demanding the IG investigate the selection process. They say the process was messed up by political considerations and alleged impropriety. They're raising concerns about a potential conflict of interest with a GSA official who played a role in the final decision since she once worked at Metro. Metro owns that land. The GSA says it's aware of the letter. It welcomes a review of its decision-making process. WTOP has also reached out to the independent GSA Inspector General's office for comment. It's election 2023. We're eight days past election night. And here we have the incumbent Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney conceding defeat. She's paving the way for a familiar face to take office in January. Our approach has made our county safer. Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, says her campaign won't seek a recount in a tight race against challenger Bob Anderson. Outside the courthouse here in Leesburg, she praised her office for helping to reduce crime and make Loudoun County a safe place to live. We modernized the Commonwealth's attorney's office, increasing resources for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. Biberai trailed Anderson by about 300 votes, but says using taxpayer money for a recount isn't in the community's best interest. Biberai made history as the first woman to be elected as Commonwealth's attorney in Loudoun County in 2019. Anderson was the Commonwealth's attorney here from 1996 to 2003. In a statement, he says he's ready to work to restore transparency to the office. In Leesburg, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up, Capitol Hill's newest restaurant is focused on being good at one thing. Do you know a student-athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through November 30th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. 1108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Here's Ken Berger in the Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Good evening, everyone. We've got the accident to report at Southbound DC 295. Waiting to find out which lanes are blocked. This is uh, reported to be between Benning Road and East Capitol Street. And we are seeing the slowing starting just after Burroughs Avenue. Also wrapping up the crash in the city on South Dakota Avenue between Michigan Avenue and 18th Street. Also in the district, watch out for the work zone affecting both directions of New York Avenue, both directions of Florida Avenue. One lane getting by that work zone. Down in the Fredericksburg area, northbound 90 and the local lanes being diverted at U.S. 17. That's Warrington Road in FEM if this is because of the service road being blocked. However, uh, they are scheduled to reopen that service road sometime tomorrow morning. Also northbound 95 between Plank Road and the Rappahannock River. Watch out for various lane closures as you make your way north of Plank Road. Then northbound 95 north of Virginia 610 Garrisonville Aquia. Watch out for the road work with the center lane, right lane, and the right shoulder blocked on the northbound side. In the express lane, southbound roadside maintenance, it's the left shoulder and the left Lane that are mobile closures out in Loudoun County, westbound Fillmore Avenue, and Sterling closed at Lillard Road. This is because of ongoing road work. Also, Noakes Boulevard in the area of Sully Road. All lanes, both directions, are mobile alternate enclosures because of ongoing maintenance activity. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Just into the WTOP newsroom, the U.S. Senate just starting to vote to fund the federal government passed Friday night. 60 votes are needed. 
We'll follow the tally for you on WTOP. Now to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Another quiet evening. It's going to get chilly and once again cold overnight. So we could have some patchy frost by Thursday morning. Temperatures this evening falling through the 40s, mid-30s to around 40 degrees by early Thursday morning. Mostly sunny skies, uh, partly sunny skies expected for your Thursday afternoon and about 65 degrees for a high temperature. We'll be closer to that 70 degree mark by Friday afternoon. Rain comes in late around 10 to 11 p.m. and it's out of here by Saturday sunrise. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reagan National 50, BWI Marshall 47, Dulles 48 degrees and some parts of our area could be down to the 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Wholesale prices fell a half percent in October, the biggest drop in wholesale inflation since the early days of the pandemic. Toyota's 2025 Camry models will be all hybrid. The Camry remains the best-selling car in the U.S. It came out in 1983. Capitol Hill all-egg pop-up restaurant, I Egg You, becomes a full-time brick-and-mortar restaurant this weekend with its own location. It's from the owners of Chico. The Dow rallied 164 points Wednesday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Let's take a look at the Asia-Pacific markets here. and They are all lower. Tokyo stocks down 1%. South Korea's Kospi down about half a percent. Breaking news on WTOP. The voting hasn't quite ended, but the U.S. Senate certainly has enough votes now to keep the government funded to January 19th and February 2nd, depending on which agencies. The vote so far is 80 yes and 9 no in the U.S. Senate. They just needed 60 to pass this, so it's going to happen. Not to worry about if you're a federal worker not getting paid or any of the issues that we deal with with the government shutdown, at least until the new year. We will have the government funded. So that's one piece of breaking news tonight. Now, there was a violent uh, incident outside Democratic National Committee headquarters tonight in D.C. Some demonstrators who are demanding a ceasefire in Gaza and clashing with Capitol Police. There have been arrests. We'll take you live to the scene to find out what happened there tonight. So stay with us right here on WTOP for the latest. It's now 11-13. And now, another contractor spotlight from IBEW Local 26. Jerry Tintel, Director of Operations with Jet Tech Solutions. Well, primarily the local has provided the opportunities to work with larger corporations. They've also provided education, which is substantial. If I worked in a non-union, I would not have had the opportunities for education, at least not available to me as as a normal individual with owning a house and you know living day-to-day life the education that you require to even get started is substantial job management and project management do come with that section of working within IBEW to start growing your electrical business go to ibewlocal26.org and click business opportunities IBEW Local 26, where electrical contractors come to grow. 
Simply Safe Home Security, your safety is the only thing that matters. That's why you get 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Because every home deserves to be protected. Right now, get 50% off the whole home security system named the best of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. Visit simplysafe.com slash radio to save big today. Advanced Home Security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now, 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. Breaking news on WTOP. Earlier this evening, Capitol Police clashed with protesters outside the Democratic National Committee's headquarters on South Capitol Street in Southeast this evening. They included demonstrators from If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Police say about 150 protesters were illegally and violently protesting near the building. That is the police perspective that they were illegally and violently doing so. Six officers were treated for injuries, we're told. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. One person was also arrested for assaulting an officer. No word on other arrests at this time. We want to take you live to the scene of where all this unfolded tonight. Our partners at 7 News and reporter Megan Clark. Thank you, Megan, for a few minutes of your time. What more can you add? I kind of gave the uh, the bare bones there of what we know so far. What have you seen down there tonight? Well, Dimitri, uh, we were speaking with protesters on scene. There were, as you mentioned, several groups out there tonight. They've uh, told us they wanted to be there to demand a ceasefire. Of course, this all happening at what we've learned was an event at the Democratic National Committee. Protesters telling us things just escalated very quickly. And we were asking if there was a specific moment, if there was something that sparked the escalation this evening. Uh, and they could not tell us what that was. The protesters say things moved very fast, Dimitri, shortly after they arrived around 7.15 or so. Can we talk about any injuries to protesters? We said that the official record says six officers treated for injuries. Did you speak to anybody who says they were hurt? We spoke to protesters uh, telling us, you know, they still were feeling scratchy throats. Uh, They said possibly some kind of pepper spray, some kind of uh, pepper spray, maybe even tear gas was used, they thought. Uh, Some of them saying they could still feel it in their eyes, their throats. Uh, Some just shaken up saying they came to um, protest uh, for peace and hopes of peace. And they, they really said they did not expect the evening to take a turn toward violence the way that it did. As you well know, we're several years removed from January 6th. But I have to say, when I saw the video of those bike rack type barriers being moved and people holding on to them and, and clashing, it kind of brought back all, all of that. Uh, a, a much smaller scale, obviously, tonight. But what else are people saying out there about uh, I'm sorry to put it this way, who started it or who who they believe sparked this? Well, Dimitri, it appears, you know, we reached out to police. Police say they're still processing what happened tonight. You know, by the time we were out there, it's still very early uh, from when the protest and when the gathering started. Uh, the groups may be still looking back over how this escalated, as we mentioned, what moved that needle and what sparked this. I think that's still being looked at this evening. Uh, we did mention in our broadcast as well, this comes one day, as you know, after the March for Israel on the National Mall. Uh, 
some of the protesters there were marking that uh, things were uh, very different, that uh, the protests were in contrast to each other. Again, about 150 people or so, so a much smaller scale here outside the DNC. Uh, those groups, though, have cleared police, say that they will be there on site um, through the evening, just out of an abundance of caution. Megan Clark, live on WTOP 7 News reporter, after these clashes between Capitol Police and demonstrators tonight at the Democratic National Committee's headquarters. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP this evening. Top stories now. President Biden says China has agreed to resume direct military-to-military communication after meeting for nearly four hours today with President Xi of China. New developments in the effort to free hostages in Gaza. And Virginia politicians are not accepting Greenbelt, Maryland as the site of the new FBI headquarters. They are demanding a formal investigation into how GSA made that choice. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Time for traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you, Dimitri. Just got off the phone with D.C. Traffic Management. Uh, they tell us that all lanes, D.C. southbound or southbound D.C. 295 are blocked because of the accident between Benning Road and East Capitol Street. Police are responding to this. Again, all lanes blocked D.C. 295 because of the crash. Uh, this is between Benning Road and East Capitol Street. The slowdown starting just after Burroughs Avenue. Also seeing some slowing on the northbound side of D.C. 295 coming north of East Capitol Street in relation to this accident. They they also tell us that South Dakota Avenue had the accident between Michigan Avenue and 18th Street. And that pretty much has been cleared with all lanes open. Also in Washington for New York Avenue, you, uh, New York Avenue, you've got the work zone at Florida Avenue. One lane getting by in either direction. We have some road work going on in 66, including then the um, also watch. You know, this is all going to be over by the Dulles Tow Road, the Dullas Connector. Road. You're going to find the left lane is blocked. Also eastbound 66 in Roslyn, right side blocked because of the bridge work. Also, there are a couple of a couple of other locations inside the Beltway over in the Arlington Roslyn area. You're going to find the ongoing road work. Then outside the Beltway, watch out for work zones in various locations and multiple multiple locations actually between the Beltway and Hay Market on the Capitol Beltway. You're going to find that the work zone is on the approach to the Little River Turnpike, where the right lane and the north and the on and off ramps are blocked. This is because of overnight paving operations. Also, paving operations closing lanes on both the Little River Turnpike at the Beltway and Braddock Road at the Beltway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Ken, let's go to Veronica Johnson now. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Scattered clouds this evening, a lot of them making their way out of here. Our temperatures will quickly drop through the 40s. We'll be down into the mid-30s to around 40 degrees by early Thursday morning. And our Friday Eve looking nice with lots of sunshine. We'll get into the mid to upper 60s around the area. And then one more mild day on Friday around 70 degrees. We'll salvage it. It'll be nice. Get outdoors. Your rain chance doesn't start until very late during the evening, early part of the night. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir, 46, Foggy Bottom, 51, Silver Spring, 49 degrees. Down to the 30s in some suburbs. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Breaking news on WTOP. With the Senate vote now complete, Congress has approved a bill that averts a government shutdown and pushes budget negotiations into next year. And we can take a break and enjoy the holidays, but come January and February, depending on which agencies you're talking about, we're going to be right here again with uh, the House and Senate uh, locked in battle with the, the two political parties as to how to fund the government long term. 
But for now, government shutdown averted. We'll keep watching that for you on WTOP and bring you the latest this evening. Still ahead, YouTube now with new rules as to how AI can be used. If you make a video using artificial intelligence, you have to let people know that that's the case so we know whether what we're watching is real or not. We'll talk about that a little bit coming up. Now 10, or rather 11, 22. Warman Home Care has served our local Maryland and Virginia community for more than three decades. You probably already know Warman is the warm and caring family-owned company that provides in-home care to seniors. But you may not know all the services we provide to make your aging loved one more safe and comfortable in their own home, including personal care like help with bathing, grooming, toileting, and getting dressed, medication reminders, meal preparation, mobility assistance, fall prevention, light housekeeping, laundry, social support and companionship, hospice support, transportation to doctor's appointments, and even running errands. At Warm and Home Care, our care plans are custom designed so we can make sure your loved one gets assistance with their daily routine while remaining safe and happy in their own home. In fact, we've been providing happiness at home to families just like yours for over 30 years. Learn more at warmandhomecare.com. Ashley Banfield and Chris Cuomo on America's fastest-growing cable news network, News Nation. The viewer seems to have been lost in the shuffle of cable news lately. They don't want a team sport. They want the full picture. The appetite is greater than it has ever been for perspective, for understanding, and for information that they cannot just trust, but use. See why more people are turning to News Nation, news for all America. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com. This is WTOP News. Now 11:23. YouTube is adding new rules about the use of artificial intelligence. The social media site says it'll be rolling out a series of updates over the next few months, including requiring content creators to come clean on whether they're using AI before they upload their videos. The penalty, if you don't reveal that, is you could have your videos removed or even be suspended from YouTube. Why is YouTube taking the initiative to do this? Certainly the problem is large and getting larger, right? We are seeing a lot of what we used to call deep fake, now we call generative AI videos out there. And one of the key concerns that a lot of people who study disinformation and misinformation say is that this upcoming election is kind of primed to have a huge problem with it because these tools are getting so easy to use and so broadly available. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur with us here earlier on WTOP. The story shocked the nation and parts of the world earlier this year. A six-year-old boy shot and injured his teacher at a Virginia elementary school. Today, his mother, Deja Taylor, was sentenced to 21 months, almost two years in prison, for using marijuana while owning a gun. Taylor's son took her gun to school back in January, using it to shoot first-grade teacher Abby's Werner. It happened at Richneck Elementary in Newport News. Taylor is also facing a separate sentencing next month for felony child neglect. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11:25. We're going to Frank Hanrahan. Fourth straight loss for the uh, Wizards. It was uh, not uh, a great outing. They lose at home to Dallas, 131-17. Down by 20 most of the game. Saw Luka Doncic, one of the Dallas stars. He had 26 points. The other Dallas uh, star, Kyrie Irving, did not play because of injury and 
even then, not much um, fight given by the Wizards as they lose easily. They get the Knicks on the road on Friday night. Meantime, NBA suspending Golden State's Draymond Green five games for his participation in a fight with the Timberwolves last night. This is Green's fifth career suspension. College basketball, Georgetown loses at Rutgers 